welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Saturday, November 28th, 2020. I'm Andrew Hansen alongside Shane Caldwell, and this is our wide receiver tight end show for week 12. And Shane, I've got the a big saga here to get into with Logan Thomas and, and tight ends from Thanksgiving in a minute. But how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, well, I'm a Lions fan, so <laughs> yeah, I had some had some good food. Yeah, I definitely got some uh, relaxation time, enjoyed watching the NFL games. But yeah, when you're a Lions fan, you know, and they're playing on national national TV in front of everyone, and it goes the way it did. Yeah, it it, it could be a little bit rough. <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm a uh, true Lions fan, though. I'm not a fair weather Lions fan, so <laughs> it's yeah. But other than that, yeah, Thanksgiving was great. Yeah, you know, I was really enjoying the games through a game and a half uh, because, I, you know, as as you know, I mean, we're GPP players, so we play yep. multiple lineups often. And I, I put about a dozen lineups in the FanDuel big tournament. And I had one alternative GPP lineup where I went a little bit contrarian. I faded Zeke and I used the Houston defense, even though I stacked Houston and Detroit, had Peterson in there, Duke Johnson. Of course, I had Fuller and, and uh, Watson. Um, and I had Hawkinson as my tight end, who of course had a nice game there in in, in the in the opener. And so this lineup uh, during game two, during the Redskins, uh, sorry, the Washington football team and, and the Dallas game, it actually went into first place in the big tournament. And it was the same. Uh, Seventeen other people had the same lineup, so I was set to win thirty five grand in a tie for first. And then all of a sudden, Logan Thomas had a three yard rush. And it didn't seem like much at the time, but it put me back into ninth place, and I never recovered. I, that's where I finished 0.02 points out of first. And so I was a yard away from first place. And wouldn't you know, a tight end had a game like Logan Thomas. I just still can't believe it, Shane. He had four catches for 20 yards and a touchdown. So if you lose to that, it's like, okay, you know, he had, he had that extra yard. He, you know, you guys win. But he also threw a 28-yard pass to McLaurin, and he had that three-yard rush on a, yeah. on an option play on a third well, one. Well, you know I'm the Logan Thomas hype guy, so I apologize that he definitely ruined your Thanksgiving. Oh, he did. He uh, but Logan Thomas was a college quarterback, and he was converted to tight end. So running the a read option, run play, and a pass play was was nothing to him. It's a, it's actually using his skill set. Uh, better. So I know brutal, brutal though, but congratulations because you still had a great win. I know it's, com that's really brutal when you're looking at that monster win, but I was, I was trying to encourage you and said, you still had a hundred times your value of entry fee in terms of what you won. Cause you know, you, you won well over $500 on that lineup right. on, you know, basically a $5 entry. So I'm trying right. to look at the bright side, but I know that you were that close and that's tough. That's the tough thing about a two game slate there. Yeah. I appreciate that, but yep. it's just amazing. I mean, if he had one fewer yard passing or rushing or receiving my group would have won. So if anyone is out there who had that same lineup, please reach out to me on Twitter so we can commiserate. I'm at, I'm at uh, language Olympic. Shane is at DET Sports Shane. You can find all of us at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, we love to interact with you on social media. Um, so um, anyway, I had to get that off my chest since this is the wide receiver tight end show. Um, but anyway, back to the drawing board. We're going to do even better this week. And these wide receivers and tight ends are going to be key. There's a lot of expensive wide receivers we like. So where are you starting here, Shane? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm going to start uh, up at the high end here. Let's take a look at uh, Keenan Allen again. Uh, Keenan Allen going against Buffalo. I mentioned uh, that I do really like that game here. And I like Keenan Allen attacking the middle of the of the Buffalo secondary, going against Teron Johnson, kind of moving around the for, formation here. And uh, I think that they're, they're underdogs on the road here, but I think they're going to get a ton of pass volume. It's going to be a pass-heavy game script. And Keenan Allen is pretty much uncoverable. Even though he's expensive now in that $8,000 range, I still think he smashes value in this game. Um, so I'm looking at uh, Keenan Allen in that nice shootout-type game in Buffalo the Chargers in Buffalo, and I think that's their best shot of competing because I think Buffalo is going to light them up as well, which forces them into a pass game script, and Keenan Allen is going to be a target monster here. So I think he's worth paying up for again, even though he's expensive. Yeah, he has been an absolute target monster recently, so uh, he's he's usually pretty reliable in that department. How about that touchdown throw from Herbert to Keenan Allen in the end zone? That laser, though, that was impressive. You yes, know, he snuck nice it catch in there. Too. He, put, yep. he put it right on him, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> so he did. He caught it, though. So. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of lasers and, and quickness, I like Tyreek Hill here. I'm, I'm going to pay up for him a bunch. And he's in that game against Tampa with the highest total at 56.5 on betus.com.pa. Um, and, again, if you look at what – uh, the Rams did against Tampa short, quick passes to Robert Woods, Cooper cup, and Hill will, will run a lot of those patterns and they find a way to get it into his hands. Uh, maybe he even gets a reverse, um, but they will get it into his hands multiple times around the line of scrimmage. Obviously he can get him deep as well, but I, I just like this situation for Tyree kill. And I think he's worth paying up for. Yeah, I'm going to go to the uh, the game there in Atlanta, uh, and uh, they're playing the Las Vegas Raiders, and Calvin Ridley looks like he's in a great spot here. Uh, Calvin Ridley, likely Julio Jones, either out or limited in this game. He's going to be the go-to guy here. I think Calvin Ridley's finally healthy, and he's in a great spot here in a in a really high-scoring game, high score game, 53 over-under on BetUS, and uh the Falcons are underdogs here at home. They're going to have to air it out. Matt Ryan's going to have to sling the ball around a lot. And Kelvin Ridley against this secondary, I like the matchup. I love Kelvin Ridley, of course, as a, as a route runner, just this type of guy that's going to be wide open. Obviously, he's he's due for a huge monster game. I think you can get him at a little bit lower ownership because he's coming off an injury. He's not really done anything lately. He hasn't had any monster games. And I like his matchup against Trayvon Mullen and probably get some Damon Arnett as well in that uh, Las Vegas secondary. I think he can just torch those guys, and I think Matt Ryan will look for him er early and often, and he'll be a big part of this game, uh, shooting out and having a high total uh, there at home in Atlanta. So I look for Calvin Ridley to have a monster game, and I really like paying up for him this week as well. I do too. And I like another guy in that same price range, Michael Thomas, 7400 And in that first outing with Taysom Hill, Nine receptions for 104 yards. I mean, that was the primary target. It was it. It was the two-man show. Got those short passes. Get it into Thomas's hands quickly. Let him do his his work. And you know, Thomas finally seeming healthy and giving us that you know wide receiver one type output that we've been waiting for. So, uh, you know, anytime you get Michael Thomas under 8K on DraftKings, you know, it's not like it's an incredible matchup against Denver. It's not a high total. But they are the favorites, and I think, you know, Hill is going to trust Thomas and go to him often. Awesome. 
yeah, the guy that also another guy here in the uh, Buffalo game. Um, I mentioned in the quarterback video, um, I really like Josh Allen this week. So I really like Stefan Diggs, his main target. Stefan Diggs has been one of the best wide receivers all year. He's expensive for good reason. Um, but when you're looking at this matchup and I see that Casey Hayward, the star uh, defensive back for the L.A. Chargers, is out. So Stefan Diggs doesn't have to worry about coverage from him. He'll probably see some Michael Davis. Stephon Diggs moves all around the formation. He'll see some of these backup guys that haven't really played much all year. So it's going to be a big mismatch for Stephon Diggs against this secondary. And Josh Allen, I think, is going to throw a lot on these guys. And uh, they don't really have a, an elite pass rush. Uh, he'll have a lot of time. So I look for Stephon Diggs to have a monster ceiling game here as well. So that's where, why he's worth paying up for. He's pretty expensive. 7900 on FanDuel, you know, 7600 on DK. So I can see... People may be steering away from that a little bit, playing in Buffalo. But I think that the the Chargers, uh, they're a little bit banged up on defense. Their best corner out. I love the matchup, and I love this game environment in terms of it being a really high score. And I think it's a shootout game, and I, I, want, a, I want a piece of Stephon Diggs in this shootout. Okay. Well, as we start to get towards the mid-tier options, I want to get some exposure to Robbie Anderson. He's only 6,100 on DraftKings. And we've seen the chemistry he has with Teddy Bridgewater, who – is going to be back in the lineup. And Teddy Bridgewater's got that narrative, uh, the revenge game against Minnesota. Uh, total is 51.5 on BetUS. And Minnesota's secondary has been beatable all season. They've been a little bit better recently, but I, I think Bridgewater is going to have a, a very strong game, and I think Anderson's going to be his primary target. He can hit, hit him deep, get a couple chunk plays uh, to pay off that price tag. Awesome. And the next guy I'm looking at is kind of a middle price guy, and this guy's been a target monster. You know, if I if I tell you there's a guy you can play at, uh, you know, in the $6,000 range, and over the last three weeks he's had games with 20 targets and 13 targets, two out of the three games there, that you'd be like, hey, oh, that sounds pretty good, right? Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and last week he caught 11 of those for 145 yards, and that's uh, Mr. Cooper Cup here. Uh, and this, yeah, this guy's a baller. He, he looked great against Tampa Bay uh, last week. And uh, I think in this matchup against San Francisco, again, not the defense they used to be with all the injuries. Uh, you can attack them in the slot against Jamar Taylor, their main slot corner. Cooper Cup has a huge advantage here. Um, so and I think that, that, you know, this is an important game for the Ram to kind of keep pace in that in that really tough NFC West division. So they'll be passing quite a bit here. I think you can really pass on San Francisco. Uh, it's a great matchup for Cooper Cup, no matter where he lines up, but especially in the slot here. And I think he's just reasonably priced for the guy that gets that type of volume. Um, and I think this is the week he can finally get a touchdown because it's been quite a few weeks since he's gotten a touchdown because, you know, he's getting the volume. So if he combines that, you know, 10 plus catch upside with, you know, ridiculous amount of targets and then he gets the touchdown and 100 plus yards. He's going to smash that, uh, you know, six thousand dollar range, uh, you know, sixty four hundred to sixty seven hundred price for DK and DraftKings and FanDuel. So I think you can fire up Cooper Cup here in a, in a great matchup against the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, lo love the amount of targets he gets uh, for sure. All right. A little bit cheaper for me, a guy that I'm, I'm really excited about this week, Jacoby Myers for the Patriots. They're hosting Arizona over under is forty nine on BetUS. And he's got that matchup that we've been exploiting lately, the slot against Arizona. You remember that guy named Tyler Lockett who had 15 for 203? Yep, same matchup. But he's not the only one. Crowder has gotten them. 
Lamb had a big game against Arizona. Beasley just had a huge game a couple of weeks ago against them. And, and Lockett, again, he got him both times he faced him. So Jacoby Myers is, you know, really the the number one target for Cam Newton. I mean, De, you know, Demir Bird has uh, done some uh, some good things. He had a good week against Houston last week. Myers didn't do as much last week. Nikhil Harry is back. Um I think that'll allow us to get him at a little bit lower ownership. People see the down week last week, but I think that was just game plan. You know, they they took the pedal off the metal a little bit with Jacoby Myers after two big weeks in a row. Um, and Harry did play some in the slot. He played about half of his, his snaps in there. Um, but Myers played about half of his snaps in the slot. So I think they go back to him this week. Obviously a must win for the Patriots. And I think Belichick relies on Myers to get that done. Awesome. Yeah, they definitely will attack the weakness and, and uh, build a game plan. So you're, you're definitely on there with Jacoby Myers. Uh, here's a guy that is kind of interesting. He had a pretty good game last week. Uh, this is going back to the game in Atlanta. Is I'm looking at Nelson Aguilar. Uh, he's pretty cheap here. He's 4900 over on DraftKings, 5200 on FanDuel. It's pretty cheap here. I mean, he's their number one receiver. He he runs the most routes, plays the most, you know, plays the most snaps. Um, you know, he's been getting open, and Derek Carr really likes this guy. He hits him on big plays. He can get some run after the catch. So sometimes he has hard, difficulty catching the ball, but for the most part, he's he's played good. He's been their number one wide receiver. So I really like Nelson Algalore here going up against the Atlanta secondary, pretty suspect secondary. They're known for giving up big plays this year. Not a great pass rush. So you can, you can really pair up Derek Carr as a cheap value option with Nelson, Nelson Aguilar. And that makes a really cheap stack there. So I like Aguilar here, more of a tournament play. Um, but I think he's going to, he's going to have another big game here and they're going to pass more. Uh, the Raiders sometimes don't pass much in certain games. I think this is a game where they pass more just because Atlanta's a little tougher against the run. So with the volume with Aguilar being their number one receiver, I think they get it done here in a good matchup in a very high scoring game. When you got a game that's 53 over under, that's looking really good to me. Excellent. Well, I'm looking for another value player too. And one guy who's in the mix for me is Keelan Cole. He's only 3,600 on DraftKings. And when you're in that price range, you usually don't get a guy who already has four touchdowns through week 11 and Cole does. And big injury news with Jacksonville, as DJ Chark and Chris Conley are both out. So we've got Mike Glennon coming into the mix. Hopefully he'll look for some short passes to Cole in the slot where he plays 68% of his snaps. And again, you know, the slot uh, has been a way to attack Cleveland. Tyler Boyd has destroyed them twice. Lamb had a big game against them. Even Renfro paid off against them. So I think Keelan Cole at 3,600 is worth a shot. Awesome. Uh, here's a guy that's uh, very affordable as well. Um, going back to the Buffalo game here, and we got Gabriel Davis, who's a rookie, very talented. You know, you know, he's pretty explosive. You know, he's got good, decent size, and he's had some pretty good rapport with Josh Allen when he has played. Um, John Brown is injured and out again. So with John Brown out, uh, Gabriel Davis will be uh, you know, uh, starting wide receiver, Buffalo runs a lot of three wide receiver sets. They spread you out, and let Josh Allen sling the ball around. And again, you know, I talked about how uh, the, the Chargers have, uh, you know, Casey Hayward out. He doesn't have to worry about coverage there. So he's going to have a good, you know, he's going to have a good matchup here for Gabriel Davis. And of course, his price on DraftKings is pretty attractive there at 
at $3,000. That might attract a little bit of attention. And then 4,800 on FanDuel is not too bad as well. You won't find too many guys that are starters that have, you know, decent upside there on FanDuel for 4,800. So I think definitely if you need value, Gabriel Davis is the way to go here. And I'm projecting this to be a shootout and I'm projecting for a ceiling game for Josh Allen, which means you can get a super cheap stack there uh, with Gabriel Davis uh, from Buffalo. Yeah, his price really jumped out at me as well. So he's in the mix for me. And if you want to pivot and get another option on DraftKings at 3000 I wanted to mention Andy Isabella, definitely a GPP play at 3000 And the reason he's in the mix for me is because Larry Fitzgerald is out. And so in this matchup against New England, I think he could get a look here. He's going to get much, you know more snaps than usual. And New England has shown some vulnerability to the deep pass. And that's where Kyler Murray likes to hit Isabella on occasion. He'll he'll take that deep shot. So uh, if you want to, uh, you know, pay down at DraftKings and not go with Davis, you could go with Isabella. So uh, speaking about paying down, let's take a break here and, and uh, uh, get some information on this terrific offer that we have exclusive to our listeners from BetUS. Hello, this is Coach from DFS Coach Talk. If you're looking to up your game in DFS and want to take it to the next level, and you're looking to also place some wagers on this weekend's action, I have the greatest offer for you that we have ever put forward here at DFS Coach Talk. All you need to do is go to betus.com.pa, use the promo code Coach Talk, all one word, no spaces. And deposit $149 for your first deposit in BetUS. With that deposit, you will receive a free membership for DFS Coach Talk from the day you sign up all the way until April 1st. So you'll get all a lot of our NBA action, the rest of the NFL season and PGA, and uh, be there for the beginning of spring training and baseball. So we would love for you to join us. And uh, also, BetUS will take that 149 and give you a 125% free play match that you can use also uh, to bet on the games. It is the best DFS provider and the best sports book in the industry. Can't miss this opportunity. We would love to have you join the DFS Coach Talk family, and we hope to see you very soon. Take advantage of this offer. We're going to definitely crush it the rest of this season and you can do the same in BetUS. That's betus.com.pa promo code coach talk all one word. See you in there and let's collect the money. Welcome back and thank you again to BetUS for setting that offer up for us. Again, go to betus.com.pa, use the promo code coach talk all one word. Make that deposit for 149 and we'll get you into our Discord for membership for the rest of the winter, all the way until April 1st. Can't beat it. All right, Shane, who are the tight ends we need to consider? Are you willing to pay up this week for anyone? Yeah, so one strategy with tight end is you can pay up, um, and you can pay up for Travis Kelsey. He's in a good spot here that's by far the, the highest, uh, you know, highest over-under, highest implied total for Kansas City going into Tampa Bay here. So this should be a shootout. And one strategy is that you can differentiate yourself by paying up here 
Travis Kelsey, very expensive for, for uh, a tight end, $8,000, FanDuel, $7,000 on DK. But you can create a big advantage because he has by far the safest you know, floor and by far the highest ceiling of any tight end on here. So if he you know, has a blow-up game, which he's fully capable of, he's pretty much consistently done it the last three games, uh, that creates a huge advantage at that position. Now, there is some value you're going to have to look at at different positions to be able to get up to Kelsey, and that's the difficult thing is the construction, the roster construction. But in the last three games, he's had 12, 12, and 10 targets. He's produced for over 100 yards, a touchdown in two out of three games, 20-plus points on you know FanDuel, DraftKings, even more than that. So you can see where he's expensive, but I think that he's going to match up good against the linebackers from Tampa Bay. And you can definitely you can definitely get at them in the passing game. I love his run after the catch ability, you know, uh, and I think he's going to be a critical point, a part of this passing attack for uh, for this game in a super high, you know, uh, over under shootout game. What was this? Was this the one that was 56 and 56 a half? 56 and a half. Yep. Yeah. So it's a great spot. Uh, so I think you can make an argument to set yourself apart by paying up for Travis Kelsey, even though he's expensive. Um, you just have to hit on some value plays elsewhere, though. But, yep, that's, so that's the first tight end I would look at as the, the high-end guy here. And you used a lot of words there with the tight end that you don't get to use very much this year with talking about over 10 targets and all that production and great run after the catch. So, yeah, um, yeah Kelsey's always worth a look. And I'm willing to speak to spend up also and I'm looking at Darren Waller for 6000 on DraftKings in another shootout 53 point total in the Atlanta uh Vegas matchup and Atlanta is the number one matchup for tight ends this year in terms of overall fantasy production they've given up eight touchdowns we know how much Carr likes to go to Waller and I'm going to get him out there in a bunch of lineups this week awesome uh, I'm going to go to uh, a familiar uh, guy here in that same game opposite of Kelsey. We're looking at Gronk here. Uh, so Gronkowski, he's looking like a pretty good target for for Tom Brady here. And, you know, it's interesting. They have those three good receivers, but you have to pay a lot of attention to those guys. Um, so that means Gronk can kind of hit you down the seam, and he's just a really big target. Um, so And he's a red zone threat. And Kansas City's not great against the tight end here and they're going to have to pass the ball uh they're probably going to be playing from behind most likely in a really high scoring game and uh on FanDuel Gronk is 6200 it's a little contrarian to pay that much for him but he could have you know a good game here and set yourself apart if these other high end guys don't hit and then on DraftKings he's a reasonably priced reasonably priced at 4400 so I think that's a nice value for Gronk so I think Gronk's going to have a big game here I know he's kind of old, you know, past his prime, but he's looked solid and he's just a big target for Brady. Obviously, Brady has great rapport with him. I think he matches up good against the safeties and the linebackers for, for Kansas City in a game where they're going to have to pass a lot. So I think you can look towards Gronk this week. Yeah, I think that's one of the best matchups against Kansas City that might go overlooked. Darren Waller's had two really good games against them this year, and the Denver tight ends combined for 10 receptions against KC. So I agree. I think Gronk can get it done. Another guy in that same price range that I'm looking at, Evan Ingram. You know, he's always in play for me because of the volume. In weeks eight and nine, he combined to to get 20 targets. His last game against Philly, it was it was a bit of a down week with only two two catches for 15. But this week he's he's getting Cincinnati number five matchup this season for tight ends. Uh, so Ingram is nice because he's only 4,500 on DraftKings. So you get that significant savings from from Kelsey and Waller. 
Awesome. Yeah, another guy that's kind of a mid-price here, uh, again, is uh, playing. I've, I've been talking about a lot about this Buffalo game here. I have a couple plays from that game. We got a, a Hunter Henry here, and he's pretty reasonably priced. And Hunter Henry's been getting more and more targets. He's getting those red zone looks. He scored a touchdown the last couple games. He's had, you know, six or seven targets the last three weeks. So Herbert's definitely looking his way a lot more now. Uh, he's a guy that can produce from the tight end position. That's a pretty rough position here. So he has nice, you know, that's a pretty decent uh, floor here and a little bit of upside. So I look for Hunter Henry. If they're playing again, the game script, probably playing from behind at Buffalo going to have to pass a lot. He can definitely get a lot of production. So I can see this being a big game for Hunter Henry and Buffalo again is not really great against the tight end, a good matchup for, for them. You can kind of hit those uh, Buffalo guys, uh, you know, right across the middle a lot as they're pretty good on the outside corners against wide receivers. So Hunter Henry, I think, should be funneled quite a few targets here in a, in a nice game script. So I think you can definitely fire him up and uh, you could stack this game and he could be part of that as well. All right, let's transition to a couple value plays here. And one guy I'm looking at is Jordan Reed. Now, he's a question mark because we're recording this on Saturday morning. So we're not sure if he's going to play. He's been missing practice with an illness. They say it's not COVID-related. So we'll just have to wait and see. But if he if he suits up, uh, he had five for 62 in his last game against New Orleans. And, uh, you know, they are, there's what, six-and-a-half-point uh, underdogs against the Rams. So you, you got to figure Mullins will have to air it out. And, uh, yeah, I think Reed is a decent option. I'm not thrilled about this game in general, um, but obviously they're going to score some points. And, you know, the Rams defense was just so strong last week, um, you know, shutting down the run. Uh, so I think San Fran's going to have to find a way to pass it. And I think Reed uh, could, you know, could receive uh, a lot of those targets from Mullins. Yeah, put him in that George Kittle role if we can keep him healthy for one game. That, right. that sounds good to me, right? That's all we need. One game, that's all we need, yeah, for uh, Jordan Reed there. Uh, I, I'm going to go uh, down to the value bin here, uh, down to a, a punt play. Sometimes you just got to punt the tight end position. I know it gets a little ugly down here in this price range. I'm looking at Kyle Rudolph. I like the situation here. Good matchup against Carolina at home. Um, you know, and they are they are favored at home here. And uh, I think that uh, what's going to happen here is uh, Irv Smith looks like he's doubtful. He's probably not going to play. So Kyle Rudolph would be the main tight end. You have a chance that Adam Thielen could be out in this game, which means maybe Kyle Rudolph gets a couple more targets if Adam Thielen is, in fact, out for this game. So I look for Kyle Rudolph to be involved in the passing game a little bit more. He's not the guy that has a very high ceiling, but he's certainly a big target in the end zone. Maybe he can finally get a touchdown because I don't, I think he, it's been a long time since he's had a touchdown since I think it was like week three. But if he yeah, if he can get a touchdown here and get get a little bit more work between the 20s because the lack of Ur Smith and potentially Thielen uh, in a good matchup, I think he can hit it. And of course, his price isn't bad. He's 4,600 on FanDuel and on DraftKings. He's an impressive low price of 2,800. So it makes you feel a little bit better if, if he it does end up bombing. You didn't really pay that much for him. And you're able to load up on all these other guys that we think are in an absolute smash spot. So that's kind of part of that theory is that you're just trying to get like six to eight fantasy points somewhere around there from Kyle Rudolph. And if he catches a touchdown, then all of a sudden you're looking real good. Yeah, I think Rudolph is is a great option this week with that price. And if you know, if you want one more, I'll throw Tyler Eifert into the mix. He's only twenty six hundred on DraftKings. 
So if you want to pair up Mike Lennon with somebody and you don't want to spend 3600 on Keelan Cole, you can save an extra 1000 and, and pair Glennon up with Tyler Eifert. He's got the number two matchup against uh, tight ends. Uh, Cleveland is the number two matchup. So, um, you know, Eifert kind of low volume. You know, he's not getting in the end zone a bunch. But at that price tag, if he does this week, then sort of like Rudolph, you're really styling. Who's the quarterback price. over there? Mike Lennon. <laughs> there you go. Hey, yeah. he's a big, tall guy. He can find another big, tall guy for the tight end there. I like exactly. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I just had to remind people who the quarterback was. They shock the world. Yeah, yeah. it's not Minshew. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep. Well, uh, if you want to see how we put our final lineups together this week, we'd love to have you as a member. What we do is we give out a full lineup on FanDuel that you can just plug and play in all of your cash lineups, and then also two GPP lineups that you can plug and play. And we give out uh, the DraftKings Coaches Clipboard with highlighted plays and pivots and the full Yahoo lineup. So go to DFSCoachTalk.com to pick up one of our memberships. Or if you want that tremendous special that you heard about, go to BetUS.com.pa. Use the promo code CoachTalk. Make your deposit there for $149. And then we'll invite you into our Discord and give out those lineups about 45 minutes before kickoff on Sunday. Shane, any final thoughts here on the wide receiver tight end show? No, I think it's a, we got some great selections here. Yeah, that, just remind everyone, give us a, you know, subscribe and like on YouTube. We appreciate the support, and we're ready for another great week here. And uh, appreciate you listening to our tight end, uh, tight end wide receiver show, and uh, definitely check out our running back show as well and our quarterback show. You said it. Uh, check those out. We're going to get you prepared to, to build your lineups. So on behalf of Shane Caldwell and the rest of the DFS Coach Talk team, I'm Andrew Hansen. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you on the next podcast as we look to crush it in DFS. Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Saturday, November 28th, 2020. I am Andrew Hansen alongside Shane Caldwell, and this is the Week 12 Main Slate Running Backs show. Shane, and we got to get some ball carriers here. Are you ready? Yeah, I think once you get into the winter months, you got to love some of these uh, running back plays here. They, that's when the teams really start pounding the rock. So we got some great running back picks for you guys this week. Absolutely. And of course, this show is in front of the paywall so we'd love your support on youtube just to like and uh, subscribe hit the alert button so you know when these podcasts post make sure you check out the quarterback show if you haven't seen it and also our wide receiver tight end show all right shane so where are you starting here with the week 12 running backs 
Yeah, you know, you could start with the Mr. November, December. I always talk about how this guy does really well once he gets into the winter months, and that's uh, Mr. Derrick Henry. This guy's just a, a force of nature, man. He's like a locomotive yes. when he's running. You better get out of his way. And it's amazing, like, the jump cuts and the quickness of the feet for a guy that size and the ability to get up to full speed, and you just can't you can't catch him. So I like the big play upside, and I like the, the volume and the game script here. He's at Indianapolis. So part of the reason why I like him – is that looks like a brutal matchup, you know, depending on the ranking you're looking at. They're, you know, top three against the run, pretty much every category, an elite defense. Except for, you know, this week, I'm looking at the injury report, kind of monitoring what's going on in Indianapolis, and all of a sudden it popped up, okay, DeForest Buckner, their stud uh, defensive tackle, is going to be out with COVID. And this guy is an absolute force. Talk about a force on the defensive line just taking up double teams and just causing all kinds of wreaking havoc. And that's one of the reasons why they're so good. So he's out. And then you take another guy, Danico Autry, who's played really good for them. He rotates on the defensive end and D tackle. Another big guy who's played great. He's out on the COVID list as well. And then another starting linebacker, Okarike, is also out. So they have some key guys here out. So there's still a decent defense, but – if you look at the fact that the Tennessee has, you know, solid run blocking, they got probably one of the best running backs in terms of pure power runners with speed in Derrick Henry, and you have these really tough defenders out, that front is not going to be as tough. There's going to be a lot more room for Derrick Henry to pound the ball, and that's exactly what they're going to try to do to win this game. Indianapolis, is, again, is pretty decent in the secondary, pretty decent for coverage. So I expect them to have a huge volume for Derrick Henry here. He could de definitely have upwards of 30, you know, close to 30 carries. You've seen what he can do against tough matchups. Just a few weeks ago, he ran for over 100 yards against Indianapolis. He didn't end up getting the end zone. But again, that's when they were fully, they were completely uh, healthy and had all their big guys up there. Now they're losing key guys in on this defense. So I think this is the spot where they're going to exploit that. You know, definitely the game plan is going to be pound Derrick Henry. And I think, people are going to be a little scared of that matchup. So they might go away from Derrick Henry here and not want to pay up for him. So that's exactly why he makes a great play in DFS this week. Yeah, I agree. I think you'll get lower in ownership. And I, I noticed that you didn't mention Dalvin Cook, who's an expensive guy, going to get a lot of ownership. But it is risky, I think, to pay that much. I mean, he is ultra expensive. So um, I may fade them both. I can see why you want to play Henry with those injuries. But uh, I'm really zeroing in on Chubb here at 7,100. Nice discount. I like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, both you know in that awesome matchup against Jacksonville. They've not been good against the run, and you know Cleveland favored by seven on the road here, uh, over under 49 and a half at BetUS.com.pa. Uh, we thank them for the lines here as our presenting sponsor. So it, it's challenging, of course, to know, well, you can't know who's going to get the touchdowns, but I think one of those guys is certainly going to go off and, and uh, pay off at least 3x, maybe even 4x. Yeah, and I don't think he's going to run out of bounds at the one-yard line. I think that they'll That's have right. a big enough lead where they're not worried about milking the clock. So it's good. Interesting fact about Nick Chubb in last week's game against Philadelphia. It's a tough matchup. 
he still produced, but I just wanted to mention he lost his contact in the game. I wear contacts on how it is. It took him a while to find that contact. So Kareem Hunt got more playing time. Then he pulled the Zion Williamson and ripped his shoe right off his foot yep. and shredded it and was out for the game for a while there. So he missed some playing time. So Nick Chubb is actually due for more playing time this week. And you know, the guy produces. So I just thought that was funny that he lost the contact and shredded a shoe in the same game. <laughs> it's a powerful yeah, it's guy. Though. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so. Uh, next guy I'm going to go to here. This is a guy that uh, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with this guy. Talked about him a lot. I think he's one of the most talented young rookie running backs here. I'm looking at Jonathan Taylor, you know, uh, Indianapolis Colts here, uh, going up against Tennessee here. We're looking at a 51-and-a-half over, over under on BetUS. And Indianapolis is favored here uh, at home, uh, team total over 27 points. So I look at the game script and the fact that they finally gave Jonathan Taylor his carries last week. Uh, we've been asking for it all year. And uh, so in last week, what was it, 22 carries for 90 yards. So he didn't have a monster game. But you see he had four targets for four catches for 24 yards. The guy can produce in the passing game as well. He's still pretty cheap because of the fact he didn't have much volume the weeks before that. 6400 on FanDuel, 5900 on DK. So I think you can hit on Jonathan Taylor before his price goes up because I think hopefully they did actually figure it out. I know Indianapolis coaching staff has been frustrating as they rotate guys in and out. But I think when they came off their bye week, I think they made a decision to make Jonathan Taylor the lead back. And that's a good thing at this price, a pretty good matchup against Tennessee. And, of course, Indianapolis's offensive line has a huge run blocking advantage, as they do almost every single week, because their offensive line is awesome at creating space. And Jonathan Taylor is explosive and powerful. So, again, we've been waiting for a blow-up game from this uh, from this guy all year. And if he can get somewhere around 20 carries, this could be finally the game, and he's still a reasonable price here. So that's why we have to mention Jonathan Taylor again, even though we've been on and off and hot and cold on him all year. Uh, he's the guy that's in a good situation. They want to run the ball, and you can run the ball in Tennessee here and, and just run the clock out and pound it. And I think he definitely he definitely gets the red zone looks as well and the goal line looks. So so I would take a look at Jonathan Taylor this week. He's not my favorite play, but he's among the player pool of guys that could have a big game. All right, well, I've got two guys on DraftKings that I want to mention who I, I also in my pool who I think could have a big game in the 6K range. And the first one's Mike Davis. We've got CMC, who looks like he's not going to play. We know when Davis has the backfield as the lead, he's been he's been awesome several times. You know, not quite as productive here lately, but uh, I like his chances against Minnesota. Another game over 50 on uh, BetUS, 51.5 to be exact. And we know that he's going to get used in the passing game and on the ground. So you could go to Davis. Or if you want to save a little bit, you could go down to Ronald Jones, 6,100 against the Chiefs. They give up 133 yards per game on the ground, and that's really the best way to attack them. And we've seen teams do that uh, repeatedly here recently. So, you know, he's not one of those guys that you can trust to get all of the key carries. We know Fournette is there. Uh, he hasn't been good catching the ball. Um but if they can, you know, open up some holes for him and be successful in the running game, they're going to keep doing it. That's what they want to do to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. So you could go to uh, Jones this week at 6,100. Awesome. 
Here's another guy that's popping up as a good value that probably at the beginning of the year, you didn't think you would ever play this guy. But we're looking at uh, the New York Giants here, uh, Wayne Gallman. Uh, we talked about how the Giants are going for this division crown here. You know, we, I like to joke about how all they got to do is get to like six wins. But uh, Wayne Gallman's a big part of that. Their running game. I mean, the guy's gotten a touchdown every uh, last four games. He got two touchdowns last week against a tough Philadelphia team. So he's obviously a workhorse. And he, yeah, he's got good quickness and power in there. He looks good. He can he can catch balls. He hasn't caught a ton of balls, but he is capable of that. And he, he's their main bell cop back. I think they're committed to him. And they got a great matchup on the road in Cincinnati. They're big favorites here, six-point uh, favorites in Cincinnati. Um, and it's a good matchup. They're weak against the run, pretty weak everywhere in the defense. So I think the Giants are going to score and put up a lot of points. Wayne Gallman will have a good game script in the second half. Obviously, the guy's great in, in the red zone and great at the goal line here. Hopefully you can catch some passes as well. And at the price of, you know, $5,000 on DraftKings, $5,700 on FanDuel, you know, he's looking like a great value here, and that allows you to pay up at other positions. So I think you could definitely fire up Wayne Gallman as he helps to uh, help, help help the New York Giants compete in this uh, NFC East race here. Yeah, Gallman's uh, in a great spot for all the reasons you mentioned. Uh, and since you've described his situation, I've got to pick somebody else. I'm going to go with more of a GPP play here, a lower ownership, Miles Gaskin, because he's a little bit more expensive on DraftKings. He's 5,700, and he's got that questionable tag. So assuming he's out there, we know that Ahmed is out. So I think if they put him back out there, he's healthy, he's ready to be the lead. And we saw in this matchup against the Jets, when they met earlier in the season, he had over 16 fantasy points on DraftKings without scoring a touchdown. And I think there's a great chance that he does score if he gets out there. And uh, Miami, big favorites here, seven-point favorites against the Jets. So uh, I like the lower ownership here with that questionable tag and some really good upside. Awesome. Here's another guy that's a value play. I think he's going to end up being pretty popular. He's popping up later in the week. All of a sudden, uh, Todd Gurley is out for this game. And this is the game we have been talking about over under 53, and that's Las Vegas Raiders at the Atlanta Falcons. And we're looking at Brian Hill. So he's uh, he's going to be at home. They're an underdog, but Brian Hill can catch passes and get the all pretty much almost all the rushing work here. Um, not uh, an elite matchup or anything like that, but it's kind of middle-of-the-road matchup. Vegas is decent against the run, but they're not really like a scary matchup. But I like the fact that Brian Hill, to me, looks like the most explosive, most talented running back on this team is Todd Gurley. I think it's kind of washed. You know, he's, you know, Todd Gurley has a knack for the end zone, but he's not explosive as Brian Hill. So he's going to be the lead bell cow back here. If you look at his price over on DraftKings, that's at the minimum, which is $4,000 in FanDuel. It's near the minimum at 5,100. So you got a high scoring game here um, with a team that, you know, they're not necessarily known for running the ball, but they can definitely get the job done here. He's going to get enough volume. And the guy, the guy actually gets the job done when he gets the, when he gets carries. He's just been behind Gurley all year. So now that Gurley's out of the way, I think Brian Hill could have a breakout game, and they really like him. I think they will feed him here and try to keep try to stay in this high scoring game. So you can fire up Brian Hill this week. He's you know super cheap in a high scoring game. So at you know at home here, so I'll, I'll definitely take it. Yeah, I'll fire him up as well. And again, since you've got this great value play picked out. Uh, who I think is worth playing. I'm going to mention a pivot in a GPP. How about Frank Gore, the ageless wonder? 
<laughs> and this week he's got P. Ryan out. So he's going to get even more carries. This is a guy who gets, you know, 12 to 14 carries most weeks. And maybe he gets 15 or more. He's only 4,300. Um, and he's just, you know, he's unstoppable. His will is just incredible. We can- Plus, we got an Adam Gase narrative. It's like Adam Gase's last hurrah. He's going to give his guy, Frank Gore, like 20 carries, you know, for like two touchdowns. That'd be awesome, right? right? That Adam yeah. Gase, yes, he's going to give you those crazy eyes as he's looking at Frank Gore. Yeah, so <laughs> you got to love Adam Gase. So. Yeah, I mean, against Miami, again, seven-point underdogs. And if the Jets really are trying to lose out here, which would not surprise me, you know, let's just give Gore 20 carries. Let him have his 85 yards. Maybe he gets a touchdown. We lose. Great. But Gore pays off in fantasy. So that'd be the reason to get him out there. So, Plus, uh, that would help run the clock so you can end the yeah. game as quick as possible. So. <laughs> exactly. Just get on <laughs> yeah, to the for, next for the Jets. It might be Perfect. good for them. Yeah. Well, uh, if you want to get the final coach's clipboard on DraftKings or the full lineups on FanDuel that we give out, the cash lineup and the two GPP lineups every Sunday on the main slate, then join us as a member and take advantage of the terrific offer. Go to betus.com.pa. Make your first deposit there for $149. And you'll get to use that credit there and also get free membership with us all winter and get all access to all of our sports every slate. So it's an incredible offer, our best ever. We'd love to have you join the, the group that's taken advantage of it already and get you in here to our Discord on Sunday for the for the week 12 main slate lineups, and also the primetime games. So uh, can't forget about that, Shane. Yeah, we got the Sunday night, Monday night games going on here. So we'll see with all these stuff moving around. We might have some double, triple headers. You never know what's going to pop up with this COVID stuff here. But, yeah, we got some great primetime matchups coming up. So definitely check those out. We cover the Sunday night, Monday night games from a perspective of the primetime slate. And also you can use that for showdown lineups, which they have some huge contests there. So definitely, you know, uh, hit us up there and remember to subscribe to us and like all our videos here. So you can continue to get these awesome videos every week. Yeah. And if you didn't catch the quarterback show, make sure to check it out. And also the wide receiver tight end show specifically for the week 12 main slate, which has already posted. So that's going to wrap it up on this one. On behalf of Shane Caldwell and the rest of the DFS Coach Talk team, I am Andrew Hansen. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you on the next podcast as we look to crush it in DFS.